0: Hey, everybody. Keach here with co host Brendan Stapp. This is The Wolf Ticket, episode 27. Our guest this week is Carter Todd. Welcome. What up? There he is. Um, Most people's favorite Todd. Yeah, probably our favorite Todd. Yeah, there's
1: the Todd times two, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So this is Logan's. Are uh, you older or younger?
1: I'm older by 60 minutes exactly. Oh. 60 minutes—that's yeah, a man. long
0: time. I feel like between the, twins, isn't it?
1: It was a long time until my brother had twins, and his twins are five hours apart. Jesus! Oh, well, I do
0: remember them being pretty far. Oh, she,
1: she was upstairs.
0: We're talking about Logan Lindsay. and Lindsay. Yeah, oh, I didn't <laughs> know that. Five hours. That's five hours. Yeah, usually, it's like minutes. a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. So you're an hour apart. You're okay. Got uh-huh. it. Older? Wow. Hour older, so you're wiser, I assume.
1: I'm handsomer.
0: Yeah, you got got all the good traits. Who's taller? Dude,
1: Logan's always been a bigger specimen than me. He's always been like an inch or two taller, a little thicker. I've always been lean and more beanpole. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Sweet. Well, we got Logan's uh, older brother here, Carter. And um, yeah, we'll talk a few topics. We got a cool draft uh, at the end. And... uh, you want to jump right into it?
2: Yeah, I mean, because Carter, you know, actually, because I, I don't know how we know you. I mean, it's obviously through Logan, but I can't think of, like, where it came to be. Like
1: First time I met y'all, had to be before DGA.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But I can't remember the party or the hangout. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm thinking.
1: I'd, and then knowing you in the hospital, I knew you before seeing you in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So where did I see you?
0: Probably, probably played golf with Logan.
2: I know
1: I guess, you played. I think you and I had played yeah. golf with we Logan. Golf, you yeah. were an add-on with Chimnick. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you
2: just through Nick and Logan.
1: Nick and Logan. Yeah, at a party.
2: Yeah, or just downtown when you guys were all living down there around the same time cuz like it I, was so good. Yeah. yeah like this is a nice house, a but event, I'll take my bachelor slum, pad yeah, and this <laughs> woman, you know, bachelor deep like those degenerate days. I remember
1: we every Tuesday we had this woman that lived in our backyard. <laughs> and she would knock on the door for the cans.
2: It was awesome, dude. She lived in your backyard. She only lived in your on, backyard. Only on Tuesdays yeah, she for the cans. Yeah, it was great. The parties ended on Monday. And it was great, she, man. That's She's hilarious. She's like, you
0: know what? These guys are going hard on the weekends. We got, we got some
1: money to recoup. <laughs> well, we had the duplex above us and the guys above us. There was three dudes there and three dudes, me and my two guys. So it was ramshack
2: all weekend, dude. <laughs> sounds dirty i love it but but you've transcended that by a mile yeah man because uh now you are the head of nursing right
1: not the head of nursing so i'm a nursing manager mind, you're a head. Of- hey thanks man the head nurse <laughs> no man i've been i've been super fortunate very lucky um really appreciative to get to do what i get to do um I talk about it all the time, I do it all the time, so it's cool that we can talk about it here.
2: Well, yeah, so what got you into that though? Like what what drove your interest in how you got into nursing? Why I get asked that question all the time, right? And
1: I think it's like a, a myriad of things that add up to your decisions. Nursing is not something that you do like lightheartedly, right, it's actually pretty hard work And I didn't really appreciate that. I think my own ego as a man, right? Mm -hmm. Nursing is a woman's profession if you look at the the statistics. But then when I got there, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. So if I think about it, my grandmother being sick growing up in the hospital, I just vividly remember walking through the hospital and it feeling cool, if that makes any sense. Because there was so much going on, you know, and I have a little bit of ADHD, I think. My wife thinks I do, and she's a physician, so she can diagnose. Okay. <laughs> but just the 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 buzz of a hospital, I've always really enjoyed. So then um, I remember in high school, I said the more appropriate thing, I want to be a firefighter. Mm. But uh, ultimately, I think I just wanted to be in the mix. And like, I don't know if it was helping people, quote unquote, growing up. I think as a young man, not too many guys, 14-year-old boys are saying, I want to help people when I grow up. Yeah. But I think in just some capacity, that I wanted to do that, and then, um, yeah, we can. Do you want
2: to talk about how I became a nurse, like what it's like, or kind of? I mean, I. Like it's all. I think it's all encompassing. Yeah, you know what? What drove you to it? You kind of touched on that. But, so, so
1: two aunts who are nurses. Yeah, uh, two of my one of my two of my favorite aunts. Just super happy, super good people. And whenever I would go to their houses, they had things that mm. just the comforts of life that we didn't necessarily have that growing up. We were, you know, both my parents were uh, worked hard, loved us, went to every basketball game, every football game, every baseball game. But you know, they didn't go to college, so. Mm. From a very young age, I just knew I wanted to do something where I could be a professional, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I knew that nurses were very um, seen in the community as such. And I think another kind of instrumental piece of that was growing up, you know, you guys remember we used to go to the doctor when we were little? It was different kind of medicine. Yeah. you go to like your family doctor. Yeah. Like our guy was Dr. Harris in Modesto. He delivered my brother and I, but then he was also our pediatrician. Yeah. And then he took care of my parents. That was like, it's different medicine than nowadays, yeah. right? Like, totally. it's, it's a lot more siloed. And when we go to Dr. Harris's office for checkups, I didn't know it at the time, but I just thought it was one of his assistants that would roll in. It was this big uh, Pacific Islander woman. Mm. She was actually the nurse practitioner. And I didn't know that, yeah, but she most was
2: family practice. Yeah, family practice.
1: Like just. but she was awesome. Okay, I used to love. So I've always had good interactions with healthcare. Playing sports, I you know I've broken ribs, broken wrists, had a lot of falls and tumbles, and just in the hospital, I've just always had great experiences. Okay, um, so that's what kind of drew me to it. And then let me think. I mean, because I was pursuing pre rex for a long time, but then once I volunteered, when I first came to Sacramento, I volunteered at Mercy Gin on J Street. Oof. And uh, in the emergency stuff. department. <laughs> yeah. And I remember seeing a guy's leg filleted open. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I can do it. You know, because you don't know until, until you, you know. Until you see
0: something
2: like that, yeah.
0: And
1: you know, there's only a handful of professions in the world where you're that intimately involved with society, right? Mm-hmm. And if you think about them, that's why they're all kind of lumped in together firefighters, police officers, healthcare providers, because you see a part of society that no one else really wants to see or gets to see, and we have to keep it all together. So I think that's why you see us kind of intermingling a lot, right? There's a lot of firefighters that are married to nurses, and it's because you're, you're exposed to that, and you see people from a different stance. So um, getting exposed to that as a volunteer just solidified it, man, and I've been rocking ever since. I'll keep
2: talking about it more, but I mean, hey, if you're happy, that's good. I was just it it's one of those things, like I said. I've known you later in life, right? Towards the end of the bachelor days of everybody living downtown. So Ooh. it was like you were already you I don't think you were even working at an Elephant Bar anymore. So I think you were, oh, yeah? yeah, I think you were already like by the time I met you Oh you were, man you were so eating. you gotta I want you to picture this dude so <laughs> Elephant Bar
0: R.I.P. Yeah, oh yeah. dude it was an that era was, you had to was, be there no I went to Elephant Bar a lot <laughs> uh,
1: shout out my boy Mario
0: <laughs> shout out Jared what was that da- shout was out that George burger and beer for nine dollar deal oh dude
1: we had the tacos and margarita on, on Wednesday nights you get three tacos and a margarita for eight bucks you yeah. <laughs> still remember the special Killer. I just remember
0: the burger one I think it was Tuesdays yeah it yeah was, there was a burger burger yeah. beer deal for like six bucks yeah six bucks yeah
1: but um <laughs> But working at Elephant Bar and customer service, ultimately that's what nursing really is—it's customer service, just at the most intimate level, right? Mm -hmm. But and the shittiest people,
2: like most of the time. Um, Why do you think they're shitty? Oh, rude people. Like, why do you think they're rude in a restaurant? Oh, oh, in a restaurant. I'm talking well, I about... Th- I thought you meant nursing, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about it get, gets you indoctrinated, too. Oh, like, yeah. No, nursing, you, those people need your help. Like, and if they're upset or something, yeah. they probably have a little more valid reason. I'm talking having worked in a bar in a restaurant. Sure. It's like, that's why customer service outside of that has been so much easier. Yeah. It's like, you can yell at me all you want. This is child's play. Yeah. So
1: For me, dude, customer service, I've always had a knack for it. Like, I genuinely enjoy filling someone's water cup as, like, petty or as an analogy, but I do like that, and I think that's why I've been successful in nursing, Mm -hmm. because the little extra things or, you know, someone losing it on me, it's not me personally, right? Like, I think we have to understand that when people are going through something, they're projecting themselves onto you. And it's not about what I'm doing because I'm very confident in the way that I roll. And I'm going to take good care of you every single time you're in front of me, whether I'm serving you a cocktail or wiping you up when you, you know, mess the bed, it's all going to be the same. So whether you take that or receive it, I can only do so much
2: to control that. Totally. I, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. But uh, the last thing on nursing, and then we can get into fun stuff, was you did, That's it for nursing? I no, mean, I'm unless you, no, I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with nursing. You and- Keach worked in the hospital i or Dude, Keach. I would see keech no. <laughs> yeah we'd be up there he'd see it James yeah 10, he was baby. he yeah he was in the mix <laughs> but, uh, he'd see us getting down <laughs> well and so'll we'll, we'll touch on your nonprofit <laughs> I should have a second. Found,
0: I found out if you're your poster that's still what there. I was about to touch on uh, is, allegedly I'm sure my is. likeness is
1: still being utilized at one of the large healthcare <laughs> yeah. facilities in the greater Sacramento region apparently when we when we sign when we work there we do sign paperwork I'm saying sure. that yeah. your likeness is theirs forever well it's, it's like, more so for the research oh, okay if you're conducting research there and you you know split the atom they're going to split some of that yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm they saying? Want,
2: they want a cut of that, but it's also like, hey, if we can market your likeness yeah. and put you on posters around the hospital. And you got to think, I'm the most ambiguous-looking puke
0: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's why it was perfect, you
1: know? It was the perfect- <laughs> They're like, I, I do people assume I speak Spanish, uh, Farsi. Yeah. Uh, they, I've just been- uh, assumed to be just about anything so it plays well that's what yeah. i'm saying you're super marketable you check, yeah.
0: the, you check all the diversity boxes oh and all and all
2: one swipe so yeah. you you were telling us about this it was right after they went up we were at uh, wood creek and you were talking about it and you're like it's so embarrassing they put me up all over the place and you were talking about it and we're poking fun at you and there's yeah. a guy on the putting green i don't know if you oh, remember, I this. remember that yeah it was keach was there for this and he's like hey are you carter Todd from and you're like yeah i am and he's like yeah i can fucking hear you the whole time like, putting. <laughs> 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 talking about yourself it was great i was like yeah that was pretty funny so yeah. i know you kind of enjoy it yeah but- Anyway, you do have a nonprofit, and I want you to touch on that, because I don't even know what it does. I see it all over social media. Yeah. What do you do? What does it do?
1: So, um, nursing is a professional association, right? And there's my vice president calling me right now, so it doesn't stop. Nice. Um,
2: (laughs) Plug him in. (laughs) Plug him in.
1: (laughs) Hey, DJ, let me call you right back. All right. (laughs) Um... Love it so when I started nursing. So Davis 10, like keith said, um, one of only probably six men out of like 90 nurses on the floor. Oh, wow, people of color, maybe th- f- uh, on that unit, maybe 10. And then, of there was only one other black guy, mm. Mike Wall, right? And I think we had many black women at the time, so coming out for me that was hard so yeah I'm mixed I'm black and white but my experience is such that I've been in a black space for a lot of my life right yeah you think of how you identify I think also it's how do the world identify you mm-hmm. you know and I think that really steers a lot of your people's growth and experience Um so coming out of nursing school, and you got to think, so living in a bachelor pad in nursing school, I was still pretty rough around the edges. I, in my, I laugh with classmates, dude. I would show up with like a do-rag <laughs> and, a, and a wife beater with my tattoos. Like to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I cringe. <laughs> like, if I was to see one of those yeah. students on my unit now.
2: I mean, so we're all buttoned up, we're in a nice college <laughs> yeah, shirt, we're a nice, nice jacket. <laughs> but you know, shoes. but I had to
1: navigate that, right? So how do you how do you operate in the professional space? How do you feel comfortable? And then how do you excel? So coming out of nursing school, I'm very motivated. Um, I didn't I don't have a trajectory that I'm trying to get to. I just know I wanna, you know, do really well in anything. And I had nobody that I could really lean on. Mm. And no one was experiencing or understood what it was like for me. And I've been very fortunate, man. Like when I really sit back and look back, I've always been the captain. Mm. You know, I've always been the class president. I've always been the the leader, right? And sometimes I go after it and get it, but other times I'm chosen. And I feel like a lot of times in nursing I've been chosen and you know the cliche you know never never go through a door that's open for you all that stuff like so I was sitting at my house with my wife and the president of the National Black Nurses Association called me co-called me out of the blue because I joined National Black Nurses and he said hey we need a chapter in Sacramento and with that I took it and ran with it dude so I leaned on the handful of black nurses that I knew at Davis which wasn't much because Sacramento's demographics there's just not a lot of people of color specifically like i think sacramento uh, the rate of black folks is like 10 to 12 percent mm. um but in nursing it's even less it's less than five so then a black man in nursing right just keeps yeah, exponentially yeah, yeah, yeah. getting no, way smaller and smaller <laughs> so it was it was i don't know man it's It's just one of those things I wanted to do it because I was in that mode. I was back in grad school. I was getting my master's degree in nursing. Mm -hmm. I was really motivated. I think being, uh, you know, I was early on in being married. I didn't have kids yet. My wife was really successful already. She's a huge driver in my choices and my drive because I think innately her being so accomplished makes me want to be more accomplished. Mm -hmm. I have like a complex, like my wife is beating me all the time.
2: Iron sharpens iron. But it
1: does, dude. So... I think that was initially the, the, the impetus to, to fall through with it because I wanted to give more resource, more opportunity, more availability. And the black patients I was taking care of, there was times where, like, I wish there was more of us to understand what they were going okay. through. You know what I'm saying? Like, any, pa- any patient you take care of in a hospital— you need people who understand what you're going through, not just right now, but leading up to the illness, and then where's you're gonna go through going home from the illness, right? Yeah. And the way it's set up is, is a lot of voices ain't heard, and I would see that just routinely. And in an ICU, you see it like magnified times ten. So right, life and death, um, just every everything that you see. And I wanted to just make it better, dude. So we started a group, Capital City Black Nurses Association. Um, Initially I was the vice president. We had another person as the president because for myself, you know, it's a I'm in a woman's profession and I wanted to put a black woman in place because, you know, black women's voices so routinely are erased in history, right? So we had her in place, we rocked for like eight months. She had to step away for personal matters and then Cherie? It was Sharina. Sharina. Cherie actually so funny story.
0: I'll tell you how I know Cherie in a minute.
1: You want to know how I know Sheree, dude? Sheree, I used to see her on the pamphlet at UC Davis (laughs) School. (laughs) And no no bullshit, she'll tell you. She told this story at a nursing leadership uh, meeting last week, and I seen her on the website. And I was walking up the stairs at the nursing school, and I walked right up to her. I was like, "I seen you on the thing. Yeah. I just want to connect with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Just can I get your number? Let's just talk, right? And and that's what it's like. So you know, in nursing there's, you don't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I needed to create my people, my community. So that's what Capital City Black Nurses is. Communities all across the country, right? So we have 114 chapters of National Black Nurses been around since 1973. When you look at the history of why the organization was started, the American Nursing Association, which is like the the regular professional association, Mm -hmm. who I love, who I've done my advocacy and policy fellowship through ANAC, we bridge a lot of gaps there um they initially weren't really letting people of color onto their board and like rise up so a group of like very established just amazing women said okay we're gonna start our own thing and we'll do it over here Mm. and they've been rocking ever since and i get to see these women and hang out with them yeah i was gonna say because
2: that that's not even it's 50 years this year they're still around, dude. That's okay. why being That's a part of the like, they, they association. They can't be that old. <laughs>
1: when I go to the conferences, man, it's like you're seeing history. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing the people that had those real conversations that we we read about and we see about. And then when we get in real life, it's like, man, would I do that? Would I have the the Would I have the the gall to to stand up and advocate like that? I don't know. And we're doing it easy, right? 2020. Imagine 1950s, yeah, 1970s. So. Uh, so I get to be around all those people, the professional development. Um, so as far as capital city, black nurses, we've done a lot of different things, man. We, you know, go obviously the speaking in high schools, getting to, you know, promoting nursing as a profession. That's what I was about to ask.
2: So do Um, you see a change? Like, do you see like more people being receptive and open to the idea of, I should say like people of color?
1: Yeah. Like, um statistically there's not unfortunately we're seeing less and less black people join nursing schools There's actually the the numbers are going down. Um so ideally evidence shows that when you have a workforce in healthcare that represents the community they serve they provide better care. Right? Oh, okay. So yeah,
2: so, but, so that's it's like, never going to be perfect. Yeah, right? but you got to start you got to get that door open otherwise they're not, the, gonna, yeah. they're not going to they're not going to join cuz like you just said if all they see is a bunch of white chicks yeah, you know, helping them out. They're gonna be like, "Ah, it's not for me."
1: So yeah, will you will you be as honest? So then I always flip it on its head, right? So for you guys, imagine if you went to a barbershop and you go to Oak Park right now, where you're the only white dude, and then they're talking, hanging out, and you sit down. Are you gonna be comfortable to open your mouth? No. I'm are very- you gonna say, "Hey, wait, I didn't understand that. Can you re- can you can you re- <laughs> but can yeah. you
2: say that over again?" But let's be honest. If I'm in Oak Park at a barbershop, I've got to be pretty drunk and lost at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> How did True. I get there? Did
0: you call <laughs> no, ahead and ask they so do... Saying, um, you're going to clean up my mullet? mullet, sir. <laughs> I
2: feel
1: like I've seen you stumble around Oak Park before.
2: That's what I'm saying. I feel There's like a little a, bar over there. There's I, one. Uh, yeah, I don't know,
1: but I was, there's a brewery right there. there
2: I was going to say, Lee and I definitely are friendly. You know, yeah. he's... We've gone to that bar down there in Oak Park, so I could see myself finding my way into a barbershop. That place was, it was
1: good. It yeah. was
2: good, and then it closed, and then their back open. so. Yeah, COVID kinda messed up yeah. the landscape,
1: but. So no. yeah, that's Capital City Black Nurses, man. CCBNA.org, go check it out. We've been around for five years. Um, we've done a lot of great things, a lot of great leaders in the, in the area, from PhD all the way down to nursing students. We've gotten a lot of grant funding. We've done a lot of COVID work. We've done a lot of just, it's just a venue to grow It's a venue to help folks out and then to role model how we want to behave and learn because a lot of us have to learn how to do it, man. Like Mm -hmm. I am by the seat of my pants, dude. And especially now I'm in a lot of rooms where I'm the youngest cat in there by at least 10 years, right? No one has my background. So with my privilege of having the skill set to be able to, to move in those spaces, I want to teach and help other people be more successful in those spaces with the help I wish I had.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking drove you into that, this role. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, cause you said earlier, you
0: don't have anyone that drove you and helped you. So, nah. Yeah, it's kind of I like mean, it's an ambassador it's, role, almost like a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. High level.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's cool. I I love connecting dots, and I genuinely like my favorite is when I say, oh, I know somebody that can help you out there. Mm hmm. Or you should you should call somebody. That's become my favorite thing very mm-hmm. quickly.
0: Connecting everybody. That's good.
1: Especially being, I'm not from SAC, you know, but I feel like I know my wife, she hates it. Like,
0: everywhere
1: we go, I know somebody. I was jogging in Oahu, and I ran into my buddy on the beach. <laughs> like, everywhere we go, we know somebody. I like that.
2: I like that. That means yeah, that we're doing something you're right. You're pretty friendly, and you've got a diverse group of people yeah. who you know have met and associated so with, that's so. me talking what about y'all man what's well, I, up i just wanted to hear that and i mean no this is gonna still be I, i've got so many questions <laughs> for you because i i only ever get like logan's side of these stories and you know his point of view and then he also he doesn't really ever want to talk to me about it but you guys were pretty good football <clears throat> players weren't you on one time just football I mean, well he said you can't even dribble a basketball. So I can't. I, oh, I'm terrible at basketball. So, I'm a <laughs> defensive specialist. So, so, yeah, I thought it was Well, that checks out. Yeah, at least. So, I'll get you
1: about two putbacks. I'll get you a couple blocks and then I'll look good running up and down the court, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I I mean, it was it all stemmed from that that comment spurred from uh, someone someone talking about your blackness versus logan's yeah. skin tone and they were like well carter's the more athletic one and he's like the fuck just say he's the darker one he's like he can't even dribble a basketball it's true, I, though. Like,
1: <laughs> I see that when i go to the like if i go to 24 hour and play a pickup game of basketball they assume that i'm good
2: well that might not even be the skin tone that might just be height you well, are pretty yeah, tall they assume i'm good at basketball it's like why is that
1: where a, no- a little white dude with a jumper will come out here yeah, and toast me absolutely you know? so,
0: yeah
1: <laughs> It's funny the way we we walk through the world with those scripts, right? Yeah. Like how we believe
2: what we think, you know. But so I mean, so did you play baseball as well? Is that what you're trying to touch on? Were you a pretty good baseball player? as yeah, well? Yeah, man. We uh,
1: so baseball, I was probably all area, all league mm. since a sophomore on. Would you? What did you play though? Because Logan was a pitcher. So you got to think, growing up, we're twins. We were outside all day. Every so you were day. a catcher i was a catcher mm. and then i got to high school i was a freshman before i even played a a, a game they moved me up to varsity okay. to play outfield and oh. i had never played outfield but I like come with us on a tournament <laughs> and i went on a tournament one of the dudes in the outfield went and got signed by the double rays the other guy is now the coach pitching coach for stanford so oh. pretty big outline uh, yeah, yeah and then me so i was like 14. yeah and these are grown-ass men at the time they're like 18. yeah so uh but that was when i transitioned i got to high school i went and played outfield so i was a really i was like a leadoff hitter so i was really fast um i didn't hit for power but i i swiped like 30 bags every okay. year just i remember a good baseball story we're down in la at a tournament and, and i square off the bunt, and i get dotted in the neck dude. <clears throat> mm. and thank god i flinched and i and i did that if i would have flinched in it would have shattered my jaw right oh, yeah. <clears throat> so i get hit i stumble the umpire comes and grabs me because it thinks I'm charging the mound, but I'm like fucking <laughs> dazed, dude. Yeah, you're just wobbling. 88 to the jugular. Ugh. So I walk down to first base, literally shake it off, steal second, steal third, and then score, and then I get taken out because I'm concussed and <laughs> shouldn't have been out
0: there in the first <laughs> yes. place. The problem is they asked you what you just did. You couldn't tell yeah, them. Yeah. You were like, I
2: was just jogging down to first, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, you stole home. <laughs> You were sprinting around the bases. Uh,
1: so me and my brother, man, we've always been pretty athletic, dude. Like growing up, because there was two of us, mm-hmm. so every team we're on, we dominated. You know, yeah.
2: What helps to have a built-in, you know, the chemistry. The we played catch all day. That's one, one, all we would punch. do. Yeah.
1: Like if we were bored, and we played a lot of video games, but when we were bored, we just went out and played catch, football, baseball. um, So yeah, we won a lot growing up. I think that was actually a hindrance for us when we got to college because we were so used to being good. Mm. And then I think we uh, athletically kind of plateaued. So I always tell people when they ask about sports, I was a really good high school athlete, (laughs) but
2: I was a very average college athlete. Yeah, well, because that's what I wanted to touch on. Because for those who don't know, you went to Texas Tech. I did. And uh there were some pretty big-name future... There's a couple of big dudes out there. Future, uh, a couple big dudes, yeah. Future NFL guys. Yeah. You were there with Crabtree and Danny Amendola, right?
1: Dude, so our high school, so you got to figure, we went to sections and won all, like, all the awards and all the crap, but we weren't getting recruited. And Which it's is- so odd in hindsight. So I remember... Uh, my senior year, getting recruited by UNR Nevada when Kaepernick was there, and he was from Turlock, right? Yeah. So growing up in the Central Valley, I, I've been playing against Kaepernick since I was six. Yeah. And I got we got asked to go up there on a trip, me and my brother. So we stayed there the the weekend, worked out with Kaepernick, and then Virgil Green, who was a li- he was a def- or he, excuse me, tight end from the Central Valley. He was in the league for like seven years, big old dude. We worked out with him. They offered me a scholarship on the phone. I was at my oh. baseball banquet, and they said we want to offer you a scholarship. Great. So that was my set, but you know, like I said, small town. My parents didn't go to college. Yeah, no one was really had the ideas of how to do that. Mm-hmm. So then that's going into my senior year, and then my senior year I balled out, dude. Like. Yeah, just I would always yeah, just crazy, crazy stats. I don't know, like thousand yards. You know, I'd come leave games with like ten touchdowns or ten catches. I'd five yeah. touchdowns in one game. You know, like <laughs> so you and Logan were just cheating the system. You just- well, we had a really good team, dude. We had a super good team, and it was guys like because we were all we all just were buddies. And I think that chemistry. Um, that's why I like nursing. I always say so. When I was in the ICU, when the helicopter would be landing on the roof, and you're sitting there in the room. And, you know, the doctors are there, the respiratory therapists, the nurses, and everyone's highly trained, right, Mm -hmm. and, like, highly skilled. And the adrenaline gets going because you know it's about to go down. And then when you get in the game, like, you don't even got to talk because everyone is already practiced and they're where they're supposed to be. That's what nursing has been like because it reminds me of sports, going into, you know, battle for football, um, doing all that baseball. So, so yeah, we played a lot. So Texas Tech. So we're getting re- we didn't really get recruited much. So we ended up having to walk on. Um, I remember taking it a- I got recruited by a school in the East Coast. That was the only time I ever been to like the East Coast. I went to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Wesleyan University. Okay. Name drop. Isn't only the- famous person to go to Wesleyan, one of the famous people, Bill Belichick.
0: Oh. Oh. So, I was gonna say the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Wesleyan's like a super
1: nice yeah. like liberal arts school. Yeah, and I remember it was 4:20, and I took my trip, and everyone was smoking bud out in the quad, <laughs> and I was like 18, and weed was super illegal still.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What is this place?" Yeah, um, that's pretty funny though. I mean, so oh, cause yeah, it's Wesleyan's like yeah, like you said, it's a liberal arts school, but it's also a religious school, <laughs> like, and it's like a it's like a like a second tier Ivy League.
1: Yeah, but I remember the, I was talking to the coach. And we we're watching clips, and I was like, "Shit, there's snow on the ground in all these games, <laughs> yes, like, <laughs>
0: like all year." <laughs>
1: it's really cold out
0: here. I'm not trying to move out here. We're not in Merced anymore. Nah, that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> so then we went out to Texas Tech. So we got we went out there um, to walk on. My dumb ass blew my hamstring three weeks, four weeks before going out there, messing around uh, practicing. So I went out there on a bum leg. We got out there late we just got our teeth kicked in man the the strength and conditioning coach cuz we were walk-ons and not respect us that was hard to take as a 19-year-old former superstar to go and just get like yeah completely put at the bottom of the of the totem pole for me in hindsight i did not know how to handle <laughs> that you know and it was really tough so my brother moved back fairly quickly in that first semester yeah and i gutted it out for the, the rest of the year and the end of the next year um glad I glad I went out there learned a lot got to do a lot. Um but yeah, we were
2: God, it was it was
1: an experience, man when I think back about it because it was fairly short and because it was so just out there like you got to think my wife's never seen me play sports. Mm, yeah. So it's like when I talk about sports it's very far removed and I don't really do it much anymore. Yeah. But uh, we did go to the batting cage with Logan's kids one time, and I got in there in the batting cage and was just dropping with little Carter. Yeah.
2: Oh. And my <laughs> wife turned around. She's like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah. Because what you're playing, you're going seventy, and you're yeah. your like, She's like, Oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I used to be really athletic. Yeah. and Good at things. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh. So yeah, I'm uh. I found out your uh, high school does have. A historical archive here, and so all your football stats—they are pretty ridiculous. Like your games, like six catches, 100 yards, one touchdown, seven catches, three touchdowns, 116 yards. Yeah, these are ridiculous stats. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure the second you got punked, you were like not feeling good yeah, about this dude. anymore. It was weird. It was weird how it all happened.
1: Like I, and same thing in football. So I got moved up to varsity as a freshman, then went back down to JV my freshman year. So you got to think I was 13, 14 going into high school. I would, on the summer, I was working out, and I'd play against the varsity guys mm. in football. Yeah. And I remember toasting one dude in football practice, and all the guys were like, who the hell is this kid? But I think we kind of plateaued because, you know, we weren't, I was partying, and we didn't have the good nutrition. and Yeah. You know, I enjoyed myself a lot. so but hey there's, there's if you, if you're not gonna go to the NFL, that's the way to do it, right? So when I got to Texas Tech, so that was a very great wake-up call because I was in the locker room with NFL all over, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael Crabtree, before we even played a before he even played a snap, we were in practice, and I called back home about a weekend and I was like, my mom, you know, how is it? How's it going? She's like, oh, they're big, mom. They're fast. They're kicking my ass. But it's good. You know, it's not too bad. I was like, but we have this one receiver, mom. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, like he's <laughs> legit. Like he's really good. And this is just from practice. Yeah. and Because he tell. had redshirted yeah, yeah. the year before I got there. And then, he, of course, he became the best receiver in the nation that year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was good. one of one of my teammates. And then another receiver was uh, Danny Amendola, who's won a couple ch- uh, yeah, Super titles. Bowl rings. Yeah, and that guy's tiny, dude.
0: He played in the league he's a little. long time. Though. Yeah. But
1: yeah. he's, you know. He's and not huge. It's just different kind of athleticism. I think that's what I really got exposed to was like, okay, you know, it's a good thing to be good at sports, but to be like truly True talented yeah. and picked, like when we see people on TV, they're not trying. That's yeah. just how they are where me i had to try really hard to be good and i was but it was a lot of effort where those guys
0: it's just natural
1: like i was talking to a buddy when you look on their faces like whenever they do slow-mo in the nfl they're not gritting yeah they're not like (laughs) yeah "Ah." yeah "Ah." they're just calm yeah right and that's hard to fucking do imagine if you had 11 grown men trying to take your head off we'd be out there like no
0: where are they coming from
1: (laughs) yeah Well, I think that's the difference. They have just a different cadence to the way they move through it. So, yeah, who else was on that team? Louis Vasquez was the lineman for uh, Peyton Manning when they won a Super Bowl in the Broncos. I remember he threw me in the cold tub, freshman (laughs) hazing. Danny Amendola (laughs) shot us up. I was in there butt naked. Uh, getting ready for a class and they ran through with the freshman workout and shot us with little like airsoft
0: guns
1: (laughs) (laughs) for freshman hazing. Uh, But it was cool, man. So I got to say, I did it right. I got to do it, you know, the, the, the gear and getting taken care of the parties rolling in with the football team.
2: When you went to the orange bowl, right?
1: Gator bowl, Gator bowl, went to the Gator bowl, um, did that thing. That was cool. And another, like my life, I'm so fortunate, dude. So the way it all plays out is pretty incredible. So I'm a nobody walk on. So I'm probably 127 on the depth chart out of 135 because <laughs> yeah. there's that many guys yeah, on the college yeah, yeah. team. And we fly to Jacksonville. It's amazing, you know, doing the thing. I feel feel like I'm a part of the team. And then they room you up. We stayed at the TPC Sawgrass in Jacksonville, okay. yeah. and it was the Gator Bowl played on New Year's Day, so it was New Year's Eve and it was they had us all locked down because guys were partying and a couple guys yeah it was it was nuts but my roommate was Graham Harrell oh the quarterback the starting quarterback
0: (laughs) why the hell would they have me roommate with
1: the starting quarterback it was so random it was so random like and you gotta think I'd probably talk to this dude like twice the whole season yeah (laughs) because like He's with the starters, and I'm a bum on the practice squad. And so he was
0: throwing for, like, 5,000 yards. That, that, was when Leach,
1: that was when Leach was, like, yeah. the beginning the of the air raid, yeah. dude. You know, and they were breaking all the records before Mahomes came through yeah. and continued to break those records. Lincoln Riley yep. was my coach. He was my receiver's coach, so that was pretty cool. Dana Hol- Holgerson, who is – he went to West Virginia, was a head coach there. He was my offensive coordinator. So it's really cool you see how small of a circle it is because there's only so many people that are that good right so to this day when i watch at college athletics i can spot guys out there was a video i sent my buddies of jalen hurts working out at ou Mm -hmm. and jalen hurts is pumping weight and the weight trainer was a guy that was my weight trainer i was like Oh, i know that's caesar i remember him okay it was pretty cool
2: that's that is pretty dope yeah well i mean so dude you were really you were in a locker room with a bunch of like super bowl caliber fucking players. You yeah, weren't. hell yeah. Graham Harold was on the Packers team when they won. Uh, and then, obviously, Amendola, basket I mean, that team, that was a lot of good. Was a lot we of were good. number
1: two in the country at one point.
2: Jesus. So, yeah, no wonder you were 127 of mine. Yeah, we were number two in the country. Uh,
1: Bobby Knight was the basketball coach. Yes. Yeah. I remember one day walking into practice and... He didn't know, but we we're all walking to practice, and he slaps and Logan on the back. Hey, good yeah. luck, good luck today. Yeah,
2: yeah. like, I'm not fucking yeah. playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Logan told that story not too long ago. He's like, yeah, Bobby Knight was walking by. He's like, hey, good, good, luck. It's like <laughs> I'm, not even... I'm, the, I'm the fucking fourth, fifth string, whatever it is, quarterback. So
1: literally, though, literally, Logan was probably like the twelfth string. There's so many guys, it, yeah. dude. Guys, yeah. There's so many dudes. So I was a receiver, like we literally probably had 20 receivers you know yeah, so least, yeah. and there was there was everyone was just an inch taller and just a little faster so i got up out of there
2: <laughs> hey but it's the yeah. experience like you said not a lot of people get that and so that's cool i mean
1: how we doing on time how long have we been talking how long, how, long long do you think? how long
2: do you guys do
0: these We're pacing uh, we're fine okay cool yeah well, don't. we got to talk about, yeah, I assume, you're a freaking Niner fan like your brother. So You sound bitter. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, I don't, no I, don't know <laughs> I, say, I don't know why he was so bitter. He gets something. I'm not bitter Who's about Who's your Niner, team? But he's, he's a Dolphins fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. fan.
1: But. Oh, you guys are terrible. <laughs> and not another dude with your record, you guys just Sucks. take zero care of your players.
0: We do not care about concussions. At all. No protocol. <laughs> 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 We're the only team that doesn't have concussion protocol, apparently. But, um, no, I'm actually not bitter, but I, I root for the Niners. I mean, yeah. I, except, why do you like the Dolphins? Well, my f- uh, family's from Florida, so I just grew up in Dolphins. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dolphins fan. See, that makes sense. It's not because they their colors or anything like yeah. Nick <laughs> and the uh, Broncos. Yeah, and I.
1: Is that this guy? No. Yeah, man.
0: probably.
2: Yeah. Oh, Chimnick. Uh, no, yeah, he was making fun of Nick. Oh. He's like, it's a Bronco fan for the orange colors,
0: but but and that's the
1: old, that's the ugly orange back in the day. It's <laughs> yeah, not even cool. It's
2: <laughs> not even the good like no. dark bl- navy orange bl- or blue and orange. Yeah. No, it's not. Those aren't good colors. But yeah, it's it's the family ties for Keech. But yeah, we. I mean, I want to know because you actually because I used to have those forty nine er tickets and I know you went, so I knew ahead of time you were a Niner fan.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So my brother and I our first time getting to go to a Niners game. <clears throat> we went. We were probably nine. Okay. And my cousin's husband was best friends with Tim McDonald. Tim McDonald was a starting safety for the 49ers during the heyday. During the... Okay. Uh, during like um
0: late 90s or
1: something yeah late 90s he went to SC he's from Fresno he was like a just a, a football guy for the Niners but um but he his so his best friend part of his entourage was one of our family friends so he mm. gave us those tickets got gotcha. nice so me and my brother got to go and it was he gave us four tickets and it was uh Jerome Bettis was coming to town mm. Cordell Stewart the bus and we were sitting on the 50 yard line probably like 15 rows up, like just super close. Candlestick. And it was drenched. (laughs) It was raining so hard. That's not good. And it it was so funny, though, because me and my brother were so excited. We sat there the whole game. Like by the fourth quarter, there was no one next to us. (laughs) And my cousin and her husband were standing under the thing. But we're like, no, we're at the game.
2: Were they they even? Were they even good at that point, or no?
1: Um, no, they weren't good. They were trending down.
2: They were trending and down, dude. Because it, like, it was like was like a down. Jeff Garcia, yeah. got it. the so Gerback years. Yeah, so they were definitely on. <laughs> that the was down their slide. little down yeah. valley there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're on their way back, and that's what I want to know. So, if you're the coach, you going with Brock Purdy for your future, or are you going Trey Lance?
1: I think you have to go Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think you always play the hot hand in sports and he's hot and he's hot um, I think both of them are from a business standpoint are super cheap yeah. and budget friendly and I don't I don't even want to say this out loud but Brock Purdy don't get hurt yeah I know Trey Lance gets hurt a lot Well, and, it doesn't it, matter how you look it matters how you play and that little dude
0: so what's the phrase the best availability is being available yeah
2: but no I, I mean he doesn't get hurt but he also doesn't do dumb stuff like, he seems to have some good awareness. I don't know what that move is where he's rolling outside and then he has that weird spin and throws yeah. it. Like He gets I rid of it, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He ain't what running he, up the side. Is center. he Iowa State? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah Iowa State.
1: And that's what they were saying, that there he did the same thing. Because Iowa State's Big 12. Yeah. So they play... Contenders, and, they're just the bottom rung of the Big Twelve. But
0: when he was there, he was one of the. F- I forget what year it was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. He upset OU mm. in OU when they yep. were ranked like third or yeah. fourth. Like oh. it was one of the first big upsets of the year that year. And then they were like, "Oh, Iowa State," you know, blah blah blah. Well, and he, they fell off. He yeah. <laughs> well, he
2: lost to uh, he lost to Hertz uh, in college though when they were when they he were was both at, there. Yeah, when he was at OU and he was a Cyclone. Ah, twenty nineteen something like that yeah. but purdy had five touchdowns yeah it's like it was like 41 to 42 it wasn't even like that good old it wasn't uh, a blowout yeah, yeah so i don't
1: anyway i like the guy man i think what he's doing is pretty incredible um you know they they will make a documentary about the story like For sure. mr irrelevant has any of has no. anyone been relevant no. as mr irrelevant yeah i don't think so he's the first and he's doing it the highest level he can he's not just Like getting them by. He's He's playing playing really well, dude. And
0: he's still a rookie, which is even crazier. He's playing
1: really well. He's playing out of his mind. So I think it's a shout out to uh, Coach's Playbook as well. That's a big, you know, plus. I feel like they put
0: him in positions to where like he's, like like we said, he's not going to take off running up the center. He knows not to. And he's like, he knows his progressions. And he's like, if it ain't there, um, I'm throwing it the hell away
1: and he has Debo and
0: you know McCaffrey
1: well, so to have those two weapons dropping off it's yeah. all happening and that's what when you win a championship
2: it all has to line up you know funny enough I was thinking when I was watching the NFC or the divisional game last night I was like the biggest winner of this year is CMC like you're yeah. from the Panthers and you got to go to the Niners right now you're playing the you know potentially playing for the Super Bowl and yeah, could have been at home pissing away the rest of your career. He could you have know? been in Cabo right now. Yeah. <laughs> well good. they over, they overworked them there. They did. They overworked well, was, his ass. You he know? was the only tool. Yeah, he was and the now only. He, tool. Now you got Mitchell too. Then maybe Mitchell doesn't get enough respect because Elijah Mitchell's yeah. your. I don't know how many tiers down because you throw Debo in there, you throw CMC in there before you go to Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's quality. So. He came
1: in in the fourth quarter. He had a couple like power runs. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, that guy yeah. hasn't touched the field in like three hours. Yeah. But he's ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: He's sitting on the line sideline, hungry. Yeah. So, but do you like their chances this weekend or not?
1: I love their chances. Phillies were really good though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Philly's been really good for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Weren't they undefeated? They, they start were undefeated
0: the season? for a while. Yeah, they were like thirteen and zero or something. Yeah, at one and point.
2: then I think uh, they had to bring in Minshew, and he. Yeah. Just barely lost yeah. a game. Is that your bigger brother? Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> model my, my haircut and everything. My <laughs> he life just shows
0: um, tugboat a picture of. Yeah, picture exactly. I, I show haircut. my barber just hey, give me give me what this guy's doing lately. You gotta you
1: gotta invest in some uh some some cut jean shorts. <laughs> oh, I have them. Yeah. It's just too cold right now.
2: <laughs> it's never too cut or never too cold for <laughs> yeah, cut jean yeah, right. shorts. Yeah. Just, just gotta be rocking some jean shorts. Yeah,
1: but Philly Philly's having a really good year, but so are the Niners. So yeah. I think it's gonna be a great game.
0: It seems like the two best teams from each conference made it to the yeah, conference championships. Yeah. I mean, I know the Bills, I mean, they were up there, but up they, there, they but, started trending down. But the too. Bengals have been better than Allen didn't look good. No, Mm-mm. he didn't. didn't Fireball's finest, though. Yeah. Hey.
2: He's from the Valley. <laughs> he is from the Valley. Yeah. Where is he from? Fireball. Fireball. Go down that? to Fresno
1: and make a right <laughs> yeah. and just keep going for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> it's like a <laughs> town, town of 300 people. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> there's just a sign that says Josh Allen was born here, and that's about it. Dude, the Central Valley is kind of nuts. Like growing up there and then moving moving out, and I do like you know work in the community. You're like, oh, you know, at risk communities or like underserved populations. That's the Central Valley. Yeah, whole valley. You don't think about it, but it really is. Like we did. We had one hospital in Merced. Oh, I didn't know that. It was on one side of the town. So if you had a heart attack on the south side (laughs) or the west, which was the poor side of town.
2: But you're not joking. Like you're time not, is tissue. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: then you have to commute all the way over. So it was. It's messed up when you
2: think about it. Honestly, it's funny you say that because I guess I don't think like that because one, I was on the west side of Reading, mm. and that was where the only hospital was when ah. I was growing up. I mean, there's, I think there's two or three now, but there was one. Like growing up, and it was not far from you know my parents' suburbs. But like, yeah. then you think about it, the east side of town, which was the poor, mm-hmm. less developed side of town. There's no hospital over there. There's nothing over there.
1: But there's check cashing places. Yeah. There's liquor stores. There's muffler shops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. Muffler
1: shops. But Dude, what's Redding like? I've never been there. Oh, just don't, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> check, uh, check it off hey, your box. <laughs> yeah, well, once the lake fills up from all this rain, Lake Shasta's worth checking out. Mount Shasta, like, uh, the beauty of Redding is what surrounds Redding. Mm. <laughs> like, it's not Redding.
1: So I've been up to Chico mm. twice. Uh, and then I've made a right and went out to Eagle Lake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. S- and then I came through Susanville. Okay. Yeah. That's the say. only kind of NorCal. And then up the coast, the farthest up I've gone is Sea Ranch.
2: Mm, I don't
1: know where Sea Ranch is. So I Ranch haven't I really say. done like NorCal. Oh, I've been to Quincy. We had a uh, junior Quincy. college baseball tournament in Feather Quincy. River? Feather River, baby.
0: Yeah, Sea Ranch is... I Carl, say, my buddy Carlos was the track coach there. So
1: that was way out in the middle of nowhere, dude. Oh, it's out there, but <laughs> like Sea like is only mountain lions. Cenoa. Oh yeah,
0: he used to send me routinely send me videos of bears on his porch. Yeah, no thanks. I'm like, Ugh. oh, that's but when a, people
1: think of California, they don't, they don't think, think of that. that. No, because when I, I went to that. Texas. They like, oh, you like to surf, surfer or boy, you live on the oh, beach. Dude, don't uh, me like said. Like, uh. I'm from Merced. You're from the valley. <laughs> I
2: don't even know what that's
0: like. What, what? Where's the water? I haven't
2: seen an ocean. My <laughs> water is all brown here.
0: When I and I wouldn't drink it. When I moved from California to Oklahoma, that was your surfer boy because i kind of had like surfer looking hair the tips with the puka show <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, puka I would show never wear a puka show that <laughs> was a whole rage dude yeah but anyway so yeah it was like oh you're california you surf, you do all that i'm like no dude, what'd no. you go to oklahoma for my dad got stationed there my last two years of high school oh wow it sucked uh-huh. damn
1: I, did you do stay in contact with anyone from oklahoma one person one
2: dude one dude
0: he yeah, was in his wedding in name my wedding. Uh, damon. damon damon nice he lives he
2: still lives in oklahoma he, dude you ran re- track yes sir i didn't know that yeah
0: yeah also, you're athletic also
2: a collegiate athlete dude he's okay he Kee- keeps Kee- athletic he doesn't hype himself up but this man <laughs> didn't train for a marathon and ran a marathon wow and not only that he partied with lee and i the weekend of that and oh, then we're shoot. like oh he's not doing it and then ian's like oh yeah keach only lost me by like you know a couple minutes
0: i'm like what yeah like, he- I, I passed ian like at mile <laughs> 22 i'm like what am i doing right now <laughs> you're like on autopilot but yeah some people pilot. have it
1: because you you have a good golf swing you have a very fluid natural golf swing
0: i picked up golf when i was like five i mean my dad was a scratch ah, golfer so gotcha. i played golf since i was a little baby
2: but yeah yeah troy had some hole-in-ones he, troy, had, he had a couple hole in ones. Wow. yeah which is uh one of the dumbest things i've heard He's, he said like oh you mean like as much golf as you play you've never hit one what the hell? No, it's not like that. No. Like, I've <laughs> st- never had a hole in
0: Statistically, one. Statistically, bad golfers close, get more hole in eyes ones and I than yeah. good golfers.
2: Because you can blade something right you up get there. Get lucky, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, but my uncle, so the Wong family, those yeah. guys golf a lot. And so one of his cousins has like a bunch of hole in ones. And I'm like, no, he's a good golfer. And he just fucking strokes it like a little par three. He's yeah. always in the striking distance. Uh, a bunch at Empire Ranch, that's where he's
0: snagged a bunch of them sounds, yeah. sounds sketchy yeah, know. yeah right
2: it's it's just his entourage
1: says yeah yeah what is <laughs> it taking it from the hole 18 on empire and everyone just gets yeah, exactly. excited oh, he's, got yeah, a, yeah.
2: he's got a buddy out there <laughs> <laughs> drops it in
0: Whole 18 oh, that's right i remember it's a good that one. one god it yeah, is yeah. a good it's a fun what's the one, fun? one at ansel um the par three at ansel it's like hole eight or i, I don't seven. know on the it's, front on the it's that par three that's like there's a huge green up top. Oh, it would be like 7. Yeah. 7. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like 120,
1: but it's way up yeah. top. And like kid, I hope it's
0: good. And the kids would go put the ball in the hole for people. Oh, oh would they and you'd walk it? There and you would be like, "I got a hole in one." You hear That's the kids funny. laughing.
1: Would you take it if if you knew it wasn't a legit hole in one? Would
2: if you I ethically hear those, If okay. I didn't hear those kids laughing. If you didn't hear the kids laughing, how would you know? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, I thought I
0: hit it on the green. It looked good. Yeah, right. Here, <laughs> here the hole way appeared it.
2: But this was actually a pretty smooth transition to yeah. golf. Yeah, we got. To and spot. you did that all huh. without knowing we're ready to go there, but I'm ready to go there. Because wait, wait. You say, you well, go where? Where are we going, man? I want you. To give me the reason you paid Hunter Renfro. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: I to, thought was the best oh, it, troll of all the, time. Right?
2: Not only was it the best troll, but it gave me such good content. Because I get that video for the rest of our lives. You're welcome. It's like What did I pay? Like 300 bucks or something? I, I used the money you from use the from winnings. Yeah. You yeah, used use your money. second
0: place money. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. Yeah. Oh, it was worth every penny, dude. Oh, the next clinch.
2: morning after we pay you, looking at our group chat and seeing Hunter Renfro shit-talking Nick, and I was like, "What's happening?" Wasn't it good? And, oh, it was great. I yeah. heard you've done some unethical things to win the DJ championship. Yeah, well, you know, so the man speaks truth. I mean, <laughs> well, in, in case you haven't heard, Nick has stepped down. He is no longer our president. Uh, so Dang. you know, so when uh, James Drake wins this year, and then, we'll, then we'll just continue. Yeah, <laughs> will continue down this path of. Uh, I think who's Elliot, the new president? James, James. Drake. Is and, that the redhead dude with the beard? No, that's no. Lee. Uh, bald guy. Other other guy. Other bald guy with other, a beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But uh, James James will be taking over. He's the one who sent all the emails. Oh yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Little goat. Yeah. Uh no a no, full no. beard full beard.
1: Okay. Full beard. Bald. But anyway. Yeah. How's Nick taking it?
2: He's fine. Nick's fine. He's he's actually he's communicating as well as he did when he was the president. So it doesn't really seem yeah. to affect him. But uh, so what were so you obviously left us. Yeah, man. After two seasons, handful of titles. I was at the first event. Yeah, I know. That's I was one mean. of the original DGA members. Which, wow. By far, and I don't want to say we peaked too early, but a lot of people say that was our best event. So, dude, it was really fun in the beginning. Yeah, the first, I was
0: hyped. The first COVID classic. The first COVID classic was the bit. best event. I'm, people have said mm-hmm. that.
2: Wow.
1: I that mean, was be- fun. It like, was the one at a
2: uh, Turkey, Turkey Creek. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Remember Louie? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Louie Louis was dead and his mom yeah. picked him up. His mom and had it, to come get him. Yeah, yeah, it was it that. pretty great. And I was like, this guy's
1: going hard. He's like, yeah, I'm 20. It was like 21. He was still yeah, in college, yeah. He right? Was, oh, yeah. It was just a baby. Yeah. He yeah. hadn't yeah. even moved
2: out of his little downtown house yet. And like but he was unconscious. just dropping dimes. Dude, dude he was, he's he, really good. Golfer. So he last year or maybe, yeah, it had to have been last year. He's doing the same thing. He's like unconscious propped up by a golf club and he's like i gotta wait for the green to clear because i'm putting it on (laughs) and i'm like god this kid's like half awake and then he just tees it up perfect strokes hits the green i was like
1: dude when we won that tournament in uh davis at dark
0: wild Wild horse Horse?
1: some horse there was five holes where he wasn't missing like
0: he's a good golfer
1: he there was five holes where we could not miss we went like eagle birdie 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 eagle or like something yeah. silly because we both were on and i got to see firsthand what like good golf looks like i'm lucky i got a couple guys in my in my crew that are good golfers so uh, but yeah DJ classic the renfro clip I hopefully that will never go away it
0: won't we should probably post that somewhere soon.
1: yeah we gotta so it was it was either my first choice was gonna be bill romanowski <laughs> jesus <laughs> but he Some... didn't have a cameo uh... wonder why and uh, yeah, that so could was, get dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's spitting in the camera. Yeah, yeah, do some crazy. Shit. But then uh I was looking for players on the on the Raiders. Mm. To talk crap, to a Broncos yeah. fan. Yeah, Which and then great. it happened to be Hunter Renfro, um, and he was still pretty hot because he was still fresh out of Clemson. Yeah. They had won. Yeah. You know, well,
2: you like spurred his career after that clip. He went off for like a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He was doing very He was well. motivated. He's yeah. like, they're
1: watching over the well, DGA. Yeah.
2: Those guys in Sacramento have me fired up.
1: <laughs> but that was such a good clip, man. It yeah. was, uh, I thought Nick got a chuckle.
2: Yeah, he did. Oh, he definitely. Yeah. We all did. But, so what, what were the cons? I mean, other than the points debacle, pros and cons mm. of the DGA.
1: Mm. The pros were playing golf with a bunch of guys your age mm-hmm. that are drinking, having a good time, and that there's good golf being played. That was a pro for me. Okay. Like we've been talking about for the last half hour, I'm a competitor, I like to compete, yeah. and I nurse now. So I don't <laughs> get to compete that much anymore. Yeah. So when I play golf, that's my one thing I have to like flex, right? And you know, get those kind of competitive juices flowing. So that's what I liked about DGA, was I felt like it was competing again. The con was when I found out that that competition was not fair, that was really unfortunate because I really believe that it could have been a good thing. And um, to compete unfairly, being an athlete like myself, that's not how I roll.
2: But so. so what would have made it more fair? Just like standard points all the way across the whole season? Have you guys talked about the points thing on this podcast? No, we haven't talked about Do you about guys that. want to talk about the points? I mean, we we can touch on it because that's
1: the yeah. Thing okay, that. so the second season, I come out the first tournament and me and Louis win. Mm -hmm. so we get the most points in the breakdown was it like it was like 50 37 whatever Yeah, yeah yeah the second tournament oh no was it in between the second the first and second or second and third maybe after the second tournament i placed whatever i'm still in first place the point system was changed dun 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 updated it's changed.
0: We, okay. I, I, you'll have to remind me what happened. I really so, don't remember. So in that second season, we were
2: still growing. So then we added a bunch of people after the second event. And we yeah, were like, how right, can we right, make okay. it so that sure. these guys have a competitive advantage to win the final?
1: So then what does that do to the people who won the first tournament?
2: yeah i okay hindsight's 2020 yeah
1: it 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 fucks the people who won the first tournament and my tournament win is less valuable because if someone wins the tournament at the end like nick Chimeney did (laughs) he out of nowhere beats me by one point yeah so yeah i I knew as soon as i didn't win because i placed really well so the second tournament i played with woody yeah and we got sixth yeah and but like we played well so i got first Sixth. Six, yeah. And I got like another mid-placing. I, I remember. And so then, I played well all season. Um, and you guys got like, we're all busy guys, but it's like really hard for me to get out and golf on a weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was like making time for it, right? So to make time for something that I felt wasn't fair, I mean, I could do, I you know, I was gonna make a really bad joke but I know your in-laws listen to this but uh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah then glad you showed
2: restraint you could tell us off camera yeah exactly <laughs> but I mean that that checks out but that's more of where my curiosity was cause I've never actually asked you know it was more I just
1: a, I couldn't believe it I mean in any take a step back in any situation if you start on a on an agreement a bet a, a tournament anything and you change the rules in the middle of the game I mean I have two small children they would be pissed they would flip the cardboard over and say, "This is bullshit." And in essence, that's what I was kind of do by ju- doing by just leaving. I think you guys are seeing that with the way people come into DJ and bounce, because it just doesn't seem like it's a fair competition. And yes, having fun is very important, but if you're gonna compete and spend time for guys who are athletic, like I want it to be fair.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's I was like I said, I was more interested in hearing, and you know, I
0: will say. Is this our fourth season we're about to start? Yeah, wow, we'll have fourth full season. Legacy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll touch on what you just said. Like people coming and leaving, and it's gonna sound funny, but like we are growing, obviously, as like the managers of this thing, as the board. Yeah, we gotta keep learning, and, and we are learning every. And you know, one thing we learn, it's gonna sound funny, is um, the members' votes and and ideas are a lot to take in when there's 40 or 60 now. Yeah. So we had to start making decisions as a board. Yeah. And I sure, I'm sure you appreciate that. Totally. Being the totally. president of your um, totally. so, association. So what we were doing was like, hey, we're going to put a poll out. And everyone, not even everyone would vote. Be like 18 of 50 guys vote. And it's like, well, that's not even a representation <laughs> of all the members. There's seven of us we need us to start making decisions because there was a time and it happened because we needed to make a decision like that day or something about something. Yeah. And it was like, well, we don't have time to ask all these members. So totally. it was like, you know what, we're going to start making the decisions. And actually, since, since we started doing that a lot more, I think it's gone a lot smoother.
1: Yeah. But.
0: No, I can appreciate
1: that. There's no way you can filter through 50 no. opinions. Well, and that's, that's the, not. That's why you 50 have a board. Different that's opinions. The, that's you, the problem. You have a board to... to do that, but you have to have a board that has like what's the mission, but, the right. vision. But, right, right, right. but
2: you're also like kind of what you said that caused the straw to break your back was you got to hit it from day one of that season. This is our plan. This is what we're doing, and then not like and some members come July, wanted
0: hey, some of the. Uh, members of that season that didn't even join, like the ones that started at the beginning of the season, they were some of them were for the multiplier of the yeah. of things. So it's like, okay, who's you know, what are we doing here? So it's like, when you it.
1: change anything, you risk fucking someone over. Of course, absolutely. And I just happen to be that person. So that's why yeah. I, you know, whenever you guys set out with anything, and that's what I'm learning in my travels is See be through. very deliberate from the beginning and yeah, saying, this is our compass, this is where we're going, and then all your decisions have to align with that mission and vision. Like even, so Brennan's family's in like restaurants, mm-hmm. whatever that little paragraph is on the front side of the, of the menu, that's their direction, right? Here, yeah. here for this elegant experience where you're gonna get this fine dining. So all their decisions and their, their, their choices of selections of their dishes and their decorations have to align with that vision. I think DGA, where you guys missed is you guys didn't establish that. So it got confusing. Is it a hangout for the crew? Is it a real golf tournament? And I think where you see other competitors is they're very deliberate on their message of who they are, and they stay true to that
2: yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I agree. We're so, going to just stop taking opinions now. Yes. But last, <laughs> last thing before Good we luck. get to this fun draft is, would you ever be open coming back? Uh, no, you guys play too much now. Okay, got it. Fair, that's no, fair. <laughs> you know,
1: unfortunately, with my work life and the kids, I can't even play golf, dude. Uh,
2: Mm, That's not bad. I'm in
1: that spot spot in my life. You got to think, when I started playing DJ, I didn't have kids, or I was still working 312s. Now I work like 60 hours a week. Four years ago, you had kids? I had one. Yeah. One kid's easy. Okay, got it. One kid's nothing. I mean, my my (laughs) wife, I work probably 50, 60 hours. My wife works probably 50. Our schedules are crazy, so coordinating golf is a chore, you know, but... I wish I could. I want to do it. Um, I joined a couple other leagues, so we'll see. We'll see how it
2: goes. But, hey, I mean, you made time for this, so I'm excited. Yeah,
1: dude. Well, you guys asked me earlier, and
2: that's why I appreciate it.
0: We like to schedule as far out as we feel we can keep someone on the line. That's good. No, I (laughs) like it. We're booked through uh, February,
2: so, you know. Sweet. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm glad you made time and could make it out here. I appreciate y'all. And it's going to bring us to the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. So just for the record. Hold on. Let him do his thing. <laughs> we got our intro
0: to the draft. Our sound guy. We got to take advantage of Make our sure sound Make sure you guys bag. give him
1: that 10 cents. Yeah, exactly. Their revenue yeah. for yeah, likeness. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: got, I got this for free. Don't you worry. So he just stole. for the
1: record, people who aren't in the room, I'm free balling this, uh, draft. this draft. These guys are pulling out their phones. Brennan has a little list written on a
2: napkin. Yeah, I've got so everything, I got everything going. You didn't prep at all? No. That's fine. Things that are red. I'm from the hip, baby. Okay. I like it. Right. Um, now, as we've been doing, so as our guest, where in the draft would you like? We're not snaking, so it'll go one, like it'll go you, 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 and then back. It's not yeah. going to be like. So deep. I'm
1: trying to win the draft. Yeah.
2: Of course. I mean, so, I'll go first. Okay. Always. Carter wants to yeah. go first. Well, who, would, who would not take first in the draft? Uh, sometimes mm. you don't want to go first. It's the Dolphins. Do you want to go <laughs> second, used to it? <laughs> second
1: or third?
0: Second or third?
1: I'll go second. I mean, we'll keep it easy. So, okay. what, can you not pick someone else's pick?
0: Correct. Absolutely not. It's a not. draft. It's a oh, draft. wow. You can't pick Tom it's Brady get... if someone already picked Tom Brady. Ah, okay. It's
2: going to yeah. get interesting. So, with our, fr- and so we're doing things that are to the. Co- so, the beauty of these drafts, lots of ambiguity. Whatever. My you- favorite. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, red
0: things. Red things out. draft.
2: Yeah. Red things. Your first pick, Card Todd. Oh yeah. What is it? The Kool-Aid Man. Oh. <laughs> oh I like it. That's a good first That point? was a very yeah, wow. Wow. You know what's you know what's a bummer about. We're going that? back to the phones, folks. No,
0: I mean I I gotta make sure I didn't have that.
2: I didn't have that. And you know what really bums me out is how good of a pick that was after him <laughs> shit talking the fact that I have a list. <laughs>
0: No, that's a great first That pick. is a uh, very good first Set the tone. Respect wow. on that one. Yep. I'm going to go more down to earth, more simple. I'm going to just go red meat. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know me... You I, like steak? I'm the steak guy.
1: You know I just figured out with steak? Life hack? What? Steak in an air fryer.
0: Yeah, mm. you're years behind, brother. Bro, it's <laughs> so good and easy. No, I used to do it and ours broke. I mean, yeah, I had I, I I've done it. You
1: only do one at a time. That's the Which downer. Sucks, yeah, but
0: luckily my wife doesn't eat steak. Yeah, my wife's a veggie yeah. too. Well, well no, well. she's not a vegetarian. but <laughs> she's, She prefers chicken or fish. Uh, well, no, but yeah, the air fryer thing is good. What four hundred ten minutes or yeah. something like that? It's, super easy, yeah. dude. And it doesn't like it comes out perfect. Yeah, perfectly evenly cooked.
1: I was I was sold. Yeah, I was super sold.
0: That's, a, that's the Kool Aid man has me panicked. Panic. I feel like it has. <laughs> so. You always get panicked after one of the oh, people oh, I people pick. Hate, I
2: hate this. Throws off my whole draft. Throws off the energy. Your picks are going to be so I'm, No, I'm going with the San Francisco 49 Oh, you. I, that was his next as pick. As he's wearing a Patriots hoodie, uh, he's gotta I got to steal I gotta take take it. I got to take it. You're such a <laughs> sometimey fan. Yeah. <laughs> such a, hey, my team's not in the playoffs anymore, so. You sometimey fan. Oh, I'm taking them. Taking them right off the board. All right, Carter, Things back Things that bro. are red. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to go on brand. Okay. We all need it.
0: I think I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Are you, I don't know. Blood. Oh, okay. I just. I, I was like, took it a off? nurse. Yeah. I took I'm it off, a nurse. I took it off my wrist because I was like. Make some
1: people queasy. You need it. Though. I deal with it all we day. Every day. We all
0: need it. Um, second pick, huh? Man, I have some good ones. <clears throat> That's the thing. We. I have too many picks now, Tar. Yeah, well. Well, the Kool-Aid man, like, it's it said yeah, he rattled you. Yeah, he rattled you. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go hot tamales. Oh, classic. Do you remember when you
1: go to the store and you put the quarter in the machine and turn it? Yes. Those are the best candies. Dude. Just a little handful of hot tamales probably, on the run? You probably can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, that, Those have been taken out since COVID. I don't want a box. I just want a handful. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm going to take, I got to get a food. I'm going to go lobster. Hmm. Taking lobster off the table. Like Red Lobster? Sure. Sure. The Red. I'm taking the Red Lobster. The Red Lobster. (laughs) Things that are red. All
1: right. I'm going to go super vague, but I'm going to speak to a lot of souls with it.
0: Okay. I like where this is going.
1: Ferris Bueller's car.
0: Oh, the Ferrari. I like it.
1: Pretty good, huh? That's a good pick. It's a real like good pick. Deep cuts. And you didn't yeah, prepare yeah, for this? No. I'm that mad. was literally and I'm not shitting you. I just thought of it right now. <clears throat>
0: That's not bad.
2: I I love that. Well,
0: but isn't it? It's Cameron's Ferrari. It's Cameron's dad's Ferrari. Yeah. Dad's yeah. Ferrari was <laughs> <laughs> um I will go Bloody Mary. Ooh. Nice. Spicy, not spicy. I like spice. A little horseradish, maybe.
1: Ooh. I used to make a mean Bloody Mary. Yeah? Yeah? Horse changes the consistency a little bit. It does. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Zing zang, what was your favorite mix?
1: Um, we just use Clamato. Clamato. Because then you can juice it up.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I think because Carter's in my head with the spicy, not spicy. I'm going to take Sriracha off the board. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Do you like Sriracha? I love Sriracha. Hmm. Do you? I do. I don't think I've ever had a bottle of Sriracha in my house. Really? Uh-huh. I mean, I've I've had it, but I'm not enough to like, hmm, own dude. a bottle. So I, know my, there, I know there was a shortage last there year. There was right? a shortage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my uncle used to eat sriracha like a decade ago before it was a thing. And he called it rooster sauce.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I asked. thought it was rooster sauce forever. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, so red rooster sauce. Yeah,
2: but it, that's funny because that must have just been those got the OGs. Because that my aunt and uncle they had bottles. Sure. Like, yeah. As a kid, like and I would just be like, okay, nice spicy seasoning. Yeah. But yeah, call it rooster sauce. Yeah. And I just never. My dad thought called other it the, rooster sauce. Too. And I it has never. A fla- it has
1: a flavor though, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's not just hot sauce.
2: It's something. Com- yeah, it's different. It's its own flavor. It's its, flavor. it's, its own thing. thing yeah. I have, like, this pesto tortellini that I'll make, and then sometimes I'll just kick it up and throw it. For those who can't see, he did the
0: Italian hand. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs>
2: okay, give me shit. Things uh, that are red. What do I got so far? So far, your list is the Kool-Aid man. Bloody, or blood. Just blood. And then Ferris Bueller's Day Off Ferrari. Okay. Huh. You're Things all over there. Things that are red. I don't know the... I like your list, though.
1: I'm gonna say, passion.
2: Mm. I take it.
1: When I feel passionate, I feel red. Anger, or just uh, passion. Even love. I feel oh. like when I've been really in love, um,
0: makes you feel red. It's red. All right. Yeah. That's valid. Well.
2: Interesting. Very, very uh, early though for the Valentine's Day passion day right yeah. there. <laughs> you know. Little, little
0: too soon there. I'm gonna show this to my wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you Sorry, I forgot everything else, but this was it. <laughs> I am gonna go. This is pick four. Mm-hmm, this is your fourth. Man, mm. I'm gonna go Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh,
1: okay. Ooh. I was Red Rover, Red Rovers. Saint Teacher, right uh, over. I was gonna
0: go with the childhood character as well. I feel like you needed one childhood. I'm going Lightning McQueen. He was on. Yeah. He was on my long list, not yeah. my short list. You want to hear
1: something sad, dude? We just went to Disneyland not too uh-huh. long ago. We banged the cars. The cars. Yeah, we, Just yeah. Over we didn't and over. No, we you, didn't
2: Oh, it. you just skipped it. Nah. What? Cars Land is it's great. It's Way
1: too far over there. Ugh. Is it? It's way in the corner.
2: But no. isn't that the one you get? You get to drive the car. It's like Go-Karts. we
1: drove the the Autotopia. Oh. My daughter loved it. Hmm. She loved it. She well, wanted to get, and there was no lines.
2: It's honestly probably the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably the same it's three and four. Probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, she still talks about it. Yeah. All right, Carter. Your last pick here. Who are you going? Late round, fifth pick, off the bench. A red? Red thing.
0: This is your Mr. Irrelevant. This is your, Rock <laughs> this Purdy. Is your Brock this Purdy. This is my Brock
1: Purdy, Purdy. no pressure. <laughs> red. Huh. I'm gonna go the Scarface Movie like poster yeah with the red scar face mm-hmm. that red i think it's a very serious red and that seat with him sitting there i like it that's what i think of when i think of something red and for the record this is off
0: the cuff i like it you don't get bonus points no you you but do I, but i get what you're saying <laughs> you do the scar face can you right? tell me my list i know i'm right you've
2: got Meat, <laughs> hot tamales, yes, Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. Clifford
0: the Big Red Dog. That sounds like a good day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sounds like you're a father of small children. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna say, I'm gonna stick with the foods mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say salsa. Salsa, oh, huh?
2: hmm.
0: That was a safe pick.
2: I mean, it is a safe. That pick. was a safe pick. It is safe. I liked Carter's ambiguity though cuz I there was a lot of things that I was going to do like that. That's one of my favorite words for a lot of reasons that I have to talk about offline. Okay. <laughs> but remember I'm a nurse, so. Yeah. Seen a lot. Got, got it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go cliché and I'm taking strawberries with the
0: fifth.
2: Very. You guys mailed it in. <laughs> yeah, oh, to totally. Close <laughs> <it off. laughs>
0: we did did what we had to do Uh, we had to do
2: you know i just want to win one of these goddamn things we put it out to a poll on the instagram who usually wins keach almost every damn time and i felt like i had a really quality list last week and what was last week's uh what did we do duos that's duos. duos tom and jerry
1: peanut butter oh. jelly yeah uh, ritz, and, peen- ritz and cheese whiz we got peanut butter and jelly mac and cheese tom mac and jerry cheese. did not make the list tom and jerry dude they were they didn't even talk no,
2: they <laughs> we'd didn't. watch for hours <laughs> and they didn't <laughs> say a <laughs> word that's <Right>. true <laughs> it was very impressive how did they, they trick us <laughs> into that <laughs> <laughs> hindsight good for them violence. violence violence a lot of violence yes
0: Oh, that explains it. Yeah. yeah. That that explains a lot. Yeah. But then there's like MJ and Scotty. There was there was some good duos last week. Yeah, it was that's a
2: good one. It was yeah. weird though the guy that we had on, Brandon, he took Brandon Burnett, tall guy. Yeah, he we won, golfed at his tournament that one time. Yeah, yeah. He took Steve Young and Jerry Rice, not Montana and Rice. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was a very weird flex on the duos yeah. of like Dude, Steve Young was a baller. Yeah he was but, Steve Young but, was it, but a it was power. just
0: funny to go he's had 87 concussions That's yeah yeah he
1: was his head was just getting bounced around like a pinball at the he's end like,
0: he was uh he
2: was mike vick before mike vick and a little less athletic but a little less jail time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a little less dog fighting <laughs> we don't uh, we know assume that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but carter thanks so much for coming on dude this is awesome thank I you guys i appreciate
1: it. it on a work night i oh, know yeah. we make exactly. it happen school night so when can i hear this tomorrow it'll be on tomorrow morning sweet yep listen to it on the drive-in we'll text text
0: you the link cool um all right guys this wolf ticket carter todd we out